This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Alright, so I just wanted to come on here and talk a little bit about the carnivore movement, the carnivore community, and a little bit about nutritionists. So, the first topic I wanted to talk about is the actual diet and the labeling of carnivores. I know some people are very, very carnivore advocates where they say if you eat avocado, coconut oil, any type of different oils or non animal foods, then you are not carnivore. I know that there are Sometimes, carnivore police that go around and say, That's not carnivore, you're not carnivore. But I really think we should go back, take a step back, and realize why we're doing this diet. It's oftentimes because we want to heal, we've hit a plateau with our weight,、um, our plateau with our healing, and maybe keto didn't fully work for us, but carnivore ish does. And I think we should be okay with that. I think we need to let go of our dogmas and realize that everyone is really doing this diet to. Yes, be part of a community, but it's really for optimal health. We are seeking only animal foods for the most part to have optimal health. And so I think we should be more welcoming and not judge people based on certain plants they're eating or something they put on top of their steak. I really think it's okay because, hey, if you can handle avocados or coconut oil or coconuts or a little bit of vegetables, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's a little bit more variety. As long as you know the anti nutrients, as long as you know what your baseline is with just meat, and you still feel good enough with all these additions, I am okay with if you're not fully 100% just meat based. So, if you're worried about macros or micros or eating organ meats, I wouldn't stress too much. Yes, organ meats are very nutrient dense. I try to incorporate it because they are more nutrient dense. But do I feel significantly different eating organ meats? Not really. 
but I know that they are beneficial for me and so I know that pork has some nutrients that beef doesn't or has beef has less of so I try to balance that but that's because I'm a nutritionist and I do this by trade but I don't think it's required that you eat an array of foods I think trust your body and that is the important thing to do and not just stick to a dogma if your health is declining and you're forcing yourself to eat organ meats it doesn't really make sense so do what works for you do what will give you consistency it's funny because before when we used to eat a lot of processed frozen foods and fast foods we never worried about vitamin C and other nutrients that we may be deficient on carnivore and now all of a sudden we're trying to get these perfect micro and macronutrients but i wouldn't worry about that trust your body if you have no gut issues if you have no physical symptoms and even mental symptoms then that means you are going back to optimal health and that is the biggest indicator of the diet you should be following because the reality is that there are a lot of cofactors and enzymes that happen in our body and there are so many different dependencies that we don't exactly know what exactly is the right rdv per person per day basically you do you and for me i know that carnivore 100% clean is what works for me i try to incorporate organ meat because as a nutritionist i know it's nutrient dense but there are many weeks that i don't eat any of it let's not make this a dogma let's not judge people for eating anti-carnivore foods or non-carnivore foods with all that said i do want to say one thing i know that there are people that say they're 100% carnivore and they advocate for it um, they try to coach people on it and they're not fully carnivore behind closed doors. That part I am not okay with. I, I feel that if you are going to preach or share information about a certain way of eating, but then behind closed doors you do things otherwise, I think that's doing a disservice one to yourself and your own being, but also you're doing a disservice to the people that follow you because one, you're advocating for something that you're not able to follow, but two, it's just dangerous. I mean, what if you're preaching something that actually doesn't work? And I say just stay true to yourself, be yourself, and it's okay if you don't eat 100% animal-based or 100% carnivore not a big deal it's not a dogma it's not something that we are following it's we're doing this for optimal health and so I'd say if you eat a little bit of xyz stuff then eat it but just stay true to yourself and to your followers so let's eat and heal let's fine-tune based on what our bodies need and not what a coach online tells us to do all right, so that leads us to the next topic I wanted to talk to, perfect segue into coaching. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of people become health coaches, nutritionists online. So technically, there is no governing body that governs really the nutritionists or coaches online. Yes, there are credential programs, but there is no governing body like there is for registered dietitians or medical doctors. But I would definitely be wary of picking a coach just based on one, cost, and then two, because they've been doing an X diet for Y amount of time. I personally think that even if someone's been doing a lifestyle for a while, while that's great and all and the anecdotal story is really there, the thing is I think you do need a little bit of education in terms of nutrition and not just have listened to a few podcasts or read a few books or been part of forums for a while. I think it takes a little bit more than that and I'm sure I'm pissing people off right now, but I mean that's my honest truth. All right, so as I am 
promoting myself as a nutritional therapist, I obviously need to put the light on myself. So I will talk through my credentials so you can size me up. So first of all, yes, I am not a registered dietitian. I did not go through the registered dietitian program and I probably never would. So not being a registered dietitian, it gives me the flexibility to be a carnivore or meat-based nutritionist. I have no governing body that can basically take away my credentials for not practicing their definition of standard care. So my credentials are as follows. I am a certified nutritional therapy practitioner from the Nutritional Therapy Association. They are all about bio-individuality. They are about epigenetics. They believe in everything holistic. Love the school. They're probably not as ideal about me being carnivore, but they support people based on people's individual needs. And I love that about the program. So I also have a degree from UC Berkeley. I was pre-med for about two years took organic chemistry and was like, this is not for me. Um, I don't know, maybe if I went back now, I would actually like it. But back then it was not my thing. And so I ended up being a double major in psychology and communications with a minor focus in business administration. And then I also studied abroad and was able to graduate still in three and a half years. I loved my schooling. It taught me a lot, all the psych classes and uh, the mandates of me participating in psych studies. I learned a lot about psychology studies, how to read studies, and then also how to cite studies. But funny, after school, instead of becoming a therapist, I went into business consulting and I was a management consultant for a top four business consulting firm for about 10 plus years. And I ended up managing multiple clients um, for multi-million dollar projects. And it was fun. I got to travel the world, but I just didn't feel the completeness that I feel now in terms of paying it forward and helping people back to health. So with my psychology degree, now I use a little bit of all of that to create my graphics. I do not just make infographics out of nowhere. I may get inspired by other people, but I make my own graphics. I do a lot of the research and I definitely cite my information. So that all said, a lot of people come to carnivore and believe that meat heals everything and meat does heal meat does tremendous things for people especially if you remove a lot of the toxic foods but that said some people are sicker than others and it takes a little bit more than just meat to heal i mean if your digestive system is broken it doesn't matter what you eat a lot of the food will just become part of your bowel movement. I really need to emphasize this to you guys because gut healing is so, so important for you to even then absorb the nutrients from your meat. A lot of people never have to go through the supplements or never have to take Harper medicine or never have to do these things because their digestive system isn't as bad. And that if they remove their toxic foods and then just eat meat, then they heal pretty fast. But there are some people that have runs even after a year of eating carnivore. I'm telling you, you probably need extra gut health support. And until you do that, you may have to deal with that for a very long time. And why? Why go through that unnecessary harm when you can have a little bit of support in the beginning and then make you be able to coast on carnivore for the rest of your life? I personally get my clients on digestive aids and a lot of them take spore biotics because we all need a little bit of gut health support. And then once we heal, we can get off all of that, be on no supplements. And so it's not just I'm on carnivore, but I'm taking acid reflux medicine or I'm taking a boatload of other medications or even vitamins. It should just be that ideally that you are on carnivore and you are taking zero other 
stuff. That's why I think it's dangerous when coaches are like, oh, well, I'm going with my knowledge, a few of the podcasts I've heard or some videos and then say, oh, well, you have the runs because you're eating just meat. Well, then cut the fat or maybe take a digestive enzyme and they don't know much else. Well, if they haven't taken nutritional courses and the science behind it, I think it's dangerous to just be advocating for a certain way of eating without knowing why that person may be actually struggling. I think it's causing people unnecessary stress on their bodies and feeling ill for no reason. And I think that's why we are starting to self-diagnose. Oh, it's probably oxalate dumping. Oh, it's probably too much fat. Oh, it's probably my gallbladder. How do you guys know for sure? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. So um, I say buyer beware. Um, definitely if you're going to put efforts into who you use as your financial advisor and you vet them out, I would say do the same for your health because you cannot buy health. A lot of nutritionists, therapists, doctors, they charge more because there's a lot more work that's put into it. Personally for me, I'll share what I do. So when I first get a new client, I look at all their blood work um, that they send me. Then there's a lot of questionnaires they send me and their assessments that I send to them that they give back to me. And it takes on average about two hours of research and work before I meet my client. And so by then I have all this stuff ready for them. And then in our actual initial consult, we talk for almost two hours. So that's now a total of four hours. And I talked through them about their history all the way from when they were born, how they were born. And then we talked through their digestive health, what they've been eating, a lot of things. And then by the end of it, I may have another hour of research that I have to look into, but I also give them notes at the end of my session to make sure that they didn't miss any points that we discussed. Because oftentimes it is overwhelming when we're talking about a bunch of things. So if your coach or nutritionist isn't doing things like this, I'd really become skeptical and think about the level of effort of care that you're getting. Now, some of you may not need that level of care. And so maybe a coach just works so that you could get a quick kind of debriefing on how carnivore works. That totally makes sense. But I just want to make sure that if you are sick, don't go the easy route and just try to find a simple coach online because you can actually do more damage on your body. All right guys, sorry, I had to do a scene change so I'm picking up where I left off. So let's talk about the third thing that I wanted to talk about and that's really about social media. So obviously now with social media, we are in this time, um, this era of uncharted territories where we are able to reach a lot more people um, and we are so very connected. And so for many, many aspects, it's amazing that we are able to help people, heal people, share our stories with so many people that we never could have before. But sometimes the social media advice is not always ideal and it's hard to find if it's true authenticity. We really need to protect our minds because our minds will then affect our behavior and our behavior will affect our actions and ultimately our actions will affect our lives. If there's anybody you're following or that you're watching that makes you feel less than or that makes you feel that you are not good enough, then maybe it's time to unfollow. So I personally know that I could probably get more followers, more likes by showing a little bit more skin. I get it. Um, I've been a very similar weight for over a year and a half, but I also know that coming from disordered eating, 
from therapy, comparison and comparing is a very real thing. There are so many disorders where people compare, right? So a lot of people that struggle with eating, they will see how much their peer is eating and then based off that will decide what they want to eat or how much they should eat or how they should define if they feel guilty. And so being very mindful of that, I don't want to share my skin or how much I'm eating typically or how much I weigh or how tall I am because I don't want there to be markers where people can then set the bar and compare, especially if, hey, I've been eating that long. How come I'm not that weight or I don't look that way? And I don't want that because we are so different. Our genetics are different. Our bio individuality is so different. I don't want people to use those reasons to compare and then not be on their journey to optimal health because again their mindset is why not me this isn't fair and then that'll affect their behaviors and it could lead to overeating right the thing is we have hormones and hormones impact our weight and our metabolic rate so much that it is not just about this simple equation of i'm this height this weight and all i have to eat is this amount of calories or this amount of fat or this amount of meat and then i'll be cool it doesn't work that simply so be wary of social media it's a great tool but if you feel like it's bringing you down then i would stay cautious fill your life with people that uplift you that make you feel positive that help you to be inspired to keep going my thing to you is you probably know what i do in 30 minutes of a day so what do i do for the next 23 and a half hours of my day if you aren't sure of who to follow my biggest rule of thumb is to look at people's actions and not their words don't follow people based on what they're saying or the advice they give out but what are the actions in their life look at people's actions over time when you're following them or even in real life with your friends do they do the actions that they're preaching as you guys share, I know we're in this season of let's share everything, let's be super vulnerable because vulnerability is cool, let's be brave. But the thing is, I mean, the main person that's known in this space is Brene Brown. And Brene Brown says that if you are being vulnerable just to be vulnerable, that is not vulnerability. So make sure you share and be vulnerable with the people that matter and that it's truly therapeutic for you. All right, guys, this was my two cents. I hope it brought some insight into everything that goes on on social media about nutritionists dietitians coaches etc just be you but be authentic be real and make sure that what you're putting out in this earth on in this world in this community in society is for the greater good that's all i have to say make sure to eat a lot of meat take care of your bodies because it is the only place you guys have to live Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. 
At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.